ignite your passion for God and for His work. Listen to Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo, the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International, Oyibi Cathedral. He comes your way on this podcast with the creative force of God's Word. Bishop Ogo also pastors the Flaming Fire Service, a vibrant youth service with energetic young people who are ablaze for the Lord. He is also the evangelist of the Greater Love Gospel Crusade, a unique outreach program that ministers the soul-saving love of Jesus Christ to a hurting world through music, dance, and the life-giving Word of God. Now, listen to Bishop Edwin Ogo. Amen. Amen. Just yesterday, we entered into January. Just yesterday, we entered into March. Today is, I think, 20th or 21st. So if you are happy to be here, and you are happy that you are alive, that March is almost ending and you are here, come on, give the Lord a shout! Amen. Shall we humbly take our seats in the presence of God? It's such a great thing to be in the house of God. Hallelujah. And this morning we have a testimony in the house. Bible says my te- your testimonies are my delight. God takes delight when we share testimonies. Because somebody else looks at it and says, Ah, there's room for me here. There's room for me in this house. Amen. This is coming from the Pantine Village Center. The Charisma Hub. It says, I was down with an ailment before I arrived in Pantine Village. As in she was suffering from something before she moved to live in the Pantine village area. And then she says, a tenant of mine came and invited me to church. I didn't hesitate to follow her. In fact, I wanted to experience something supernatural. You will experience something supernatural this morning. Yeah. Prior to being invited to church, I declared myself dead due to excruciating pain in my body. You will not declare yourself dead. No matter what the doctors have said, you will not declare yourself dead. Amen. After the church service on the 20th of February, I felt a rebirth. Or oh, somebody will feel a rebirth this morning. You will feel a rebirth today. A great change had occurred in my life. My sickness, my pain had just wilted. It had just disappeared. Oh, come on. If you're happy about that, I want you to put your hands together for the Lord. Because some people are not able to make it to church because of pain. You can have some severe back pain. You can't even stand upright. So if this person has some, had some pain and after church service, the pain wilted, I think that it will be very, 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 very some way if you just sit down like that. You can even stand up. You can shout unto God and you can put your hands together because this testimony deserves a stand ovation. Hallelujah. of my heart may your mercy and grace 
works all true. It's not by might, not by power, but by the Spirit of God. Yes, I do. It's a place where people who are running their race gather to encourage and strengthen themselves to go and continue running their race till they see the face. So, if you are here this morning as a church goer, if you are here this morning. In church as one of your social events then you're in the wrong place this is not a social event I'll say it again this is a place where people who are running their race till they see the face of Jesus 
we may be working in the bank teachers masons carpenters lawyers politicians but our main aim in life is to see the face of jesus and as we run the race we run to church for energy to go home and continue running the race we come during the week for energy to go and run our race so if today is your first time i want to welcome you to church and i'm hoping that the power of god will convert you from a church goer a social event attendee to a runner of the great race I believe that God will touch my life. I am expecting him to touch my life. I'm expecting him to touch somebody's life as well. But I don't know who that person is. But as for my life, I'm confident that he will touch my life. If you're also confident that you can clap your hands for Jesus everywhere. Clap your hands. Let's celebrate the King's Choir. They were awesome this morning. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. LP Yasmin, God bless you for the great work. Keep clapping your hands. And uh, the instrumentalists, let's appreciate them. They are amazing guys. The sound guys are powerful, very skilled. I'll sack some of them, but some will remain. Let's clap our hands for them. They are doing very well so far. And help me also appreciate the dancing stars. Very beautiful. They, 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 they are awesome. And, and, and the person to celebrate today is you. You made it to church. You made it to God's presence. And I want to believe that you will get something today to help you run your race till you see the face. Father, we thank you and we pray that this morning you will touch our lives and help us to experience the wonders of your blessings. In Jesus' name, amen. You may please be seated. I have Mariami here to bless us with a beautiful song from the presence of God. Let's enjoy her and then we'll continue.
having Good Friday miracle service. Good Friday church service. And I need you to prepare. I need you to get it's a hot afternoon service. So get your sunglasses. Get um an umbrella or a hat the women know the right hat to wear you can get your baseball cap and uh, look forward to enjoying that experience that I believe will change your life because it matters a lot who you encounter in your life yes it matters a lot and we, we thank God for beautiful church services we come to church you know the word of God is preached beautifully we've got great pastors and so on but there are levels of anointings and important that you you pleasure yourself and you privilege yourself with the with with the once in their lifetime opportunity to sit at the feet of an anointed servant of God. And all of us have that opportunity on the 2nd of April. And uh, um, I believe that it will be a great encounter. We, we have um, a short video I wanted to show you, but our screen in the morning is not as bright as... Ask your neighbor, are you the one bringing the LED screen? 
the, the pastor talks uh, please ask the person i don't know and if the person says yes please get up and come and inform me oh bishop the person is here has not responded as oh, oh, he's the one sir what is happening we've been waiting for the screen when we, we need it I found one. Please check again. There are about seven of them who are contributing together. Who, who, who is that? This one. Have you found someone there? The man who is looking somewhere. You yourself, what are you doing? You, you, you yourself, what are you doing? But let's see if it will work. Born again Christians, your responsibility is to tell everybody and help in the effort to spread the good news. That Jesus has died for our sins and has saved us. Join evangelist Dag Hewitt Mills as he brings gospel salvation and healing at this year's Good Friday Church service. Taking place on the 2nd of April 2021 at the Jesus Savior of the World Square, Anacazo Campus, Mampong. Time 2 p.m. Come with your umbrellas, sunglasses and hats and believe God to be saved and healed. Good Friday Church Service, Jesus Saviour of the World Square, Anacazo Campus, Mampong, 2nd of April 2021, 2pm. Showing live on Facebook and Healing Jesus TV. See you there. Clap your hands. Is it beautiful? Even with the screen the way it is, I think we enjoyed it, but um, soon we are going to get the right screen on this. He's one of them. All right. right. So all of you who are bringing the screen know that I've noted you. Yes. And uh, it is, it is, uh, you are too quiet. Are, Are you one of them? She is one of them. Okay. All right. Clap your hands. And, uh, those of you who want to join the dancing stars just for Good Friday, you want to dance because they have special seats. Yes, you need special seats. So you may want to dance to be able to sit and, and get a nice seat. And then want to join the choir. Um, I want you to get ready. We are going to uh, get in touch and mobilize all of you to join different groups. And um, uh, I believe that that time is going to come even in this service. So be ready. I may ask some of you to join the dancing stars because I need you to get seats. You especially should have a, a good seat, yes. And to get a good, you know, you must dance to get a good seat. Yeah. So it's not that there's no free seating anywhere. You work and you get a, 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 a an important seat. So let's clap our hands for Good Friday. And. Uh, it's a beautiful opportunity. Don't miss it. And I believe God will touch you. We have, we, we've had amazing miracles in previous services. 
So look forward to a miracle. Look forward to a touch from the Lord. Look forward to something beautiful happening to you. In Jesus' name, amen. And uh, um, I have also asked that we recruit more ashes. So those of you who can dance can become ashes. Anything to get you a seat. <laughs> Do you see? So try as much as possible to get a very good seat by joining a group. And it's going to be a blessing to you. Amen. And uh, I am sharing with you today about quiet time. I began, did I start last week? Yes. And, um, or two weeks ago. On the seven steps to an effective quiet time. Seven steps to an effective quiet time. Every Christian, to qualify as a Christian, is not by going to church. To qualify as a Christian, I mean, going to church doesn't qualify you to be a Christian. Demons go to church. Yes. Demons go to church. What qualifies you to be a child of God is your salvation, of course. You know, it's your salvation. The blood of Jesus. But that experience is a dynamic experience. It's a lifetime experience. Every Christian who has given himself or herself to God must know that you need to have a relationship with God on a daily basis. Otherwise, your salvation is spurious. Your salvation is not real. You may well call yourself a churchgoer on your way to hell. If you are born again, what perpetuates your salvation? What causes you to persist as a born again Christian is your daily relationship with God. Anything short of that makes you a church goer. Anyone who walked with God met God every day. Jesus had daily times with him. Every day of your life because he, because why, why every day? Because a habit is something you do very often, frequently. And you are actually made up of habits. Yes. You sitting here, you, you, I mean, you, 
are a sum of habits. Many, many habits have made you what you are now. Yes. Reading habits, non-reading habits, eating habits, non the way you look, I mean your look now is a result of habits. Yes. If you see a poor man, he is a result of habits. Not where he was born. Not how poor his parents were. Because your parents' poverty cannot, cannot translate, does not automatically translate to you. Neither does your parents' riches, money, wealth also automatically translate. You are habits. I am a bag of habits standing here. You are looking at habits. That sister is habits. So since we are actually a product of habits, then we might as well develop the right habits. And the best habit ever known on earth is a habit to spend time with God every single day. Joshua 1a, this book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, day and night, daily. So you see that if you are just a weekend Christian, Sunday morning Christian, you can't say that God is influencing your life. God has changed you. I mean, if I was going to marry, I'll be afraid of a woman who attends church only on Sundays. I I mean, no matter how intelligent I am, I will find it very difficult to differentiate that woman from a witch. I mean, if I was a lady looking for a husband, I will, I mean, I will consider myself a fool to hand over myself to a man I see in church only on Sundays. That's very, very, very dangerous. You are not helping yourself at all to hand over your life to a man who attends church only on Sundays. Wow. Especially in a church where opportunities are given to you to be in church at different times. Wow. I don't trust any, I'm telling you today, I don't trust you if I see you only once a week. I don't trust your spirituality. No matter how we will hug ourselves or chat, I don't trust you. Yes. You may be very good. But I will have I will have to I will have to overcome a couple of hurdles to have a certain type of trust. I have to. It's for my own good. Because we are very bad. Yes, we are very, very bad. What you may not know is that the the real name of a human being is an evil person. 
there. That's the real. You see, human. These are words that scientists have used, and human Homo sapiens, and so. On. But your re, the word Jesus used to describe a human being is the word evil. Luke eleven thirteen. If ye then, ye then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children. If you being evil, so we. You must look beyond the hairstyle, look beyond the jeans, look beyond the skin, look beyond the money, look beyond the smile, and see an evil person. If ye then. The real way should have been being humans, being men. As human beings, you know how to give good gifts because there's no man earlier on yourself who is here that when your son asks for bread you give him a stone or your son asks for fish you give him a snake but that one he didn't factor Koreans in that verse <laughs> I mean, he was speaking to Jewish people that when your son asks for fish you won't give him a snake but, but in Korea if your son asks for fish snake is higher than a fish <laughs> it's a delicacy a snake. I'm preaching. So, so that's how we are. My son asked me for something this morning. I didn't give him. I, I gave him that and more. That's a father. So he said, "If you, even you, a human being, you know how to give an egg to your son who asked for an egg." How much more will your heavenly father not freely give anything you ask for? Here it was the Holy Ghost, but in other texts, it was anything you ask for. We look beyond the suit. I'm looking beyond your nice hairstyle. You are evil. I'm I'm sorry. No, please don't don't be offended. If we can't speak the truth in church, where else can we speak the truth? I mean, this these are very handsome dudes, very spiritual person who has been in church. Well, very great guy, I like very much. But you are very evil. You are evil. I'm sorry. Please don't be offended. Any good you see in us is goodness that comes from our closeness to God. And I can be so good that you will see the evil in me. It's possible. But that goodness is drawn from God's presence. That goodness is not drawn from being educated. Going to school makes you even a worse evil person. More evil. You now are a master tactician. How to manage six girls at the same time. Using the laws of permutation and combinations. Education can teach you. We are evil. Don't trust anybody, even if he's a pastor. 
Don't hand yourself to anybody. We are evil. So, the knowledge of our evilness makes us want to go near God. Mm. So, David said in Psalm Psalm 73, verse 28, he said, It is good for me to draw near to God. It's a good thing. One day, I'm, I come close to you. I want to marry you. And as I relate with you, I discover that you don't draw close to God every day. You don't read your Bible. You, when you talk, I don't hear scriptures. I mean, like, I don't hear God's opinion. Say God's opinion. Yeah, when you talk, it's always your opinion, woman's opinion, woman's lip opinions, the opinion of your father, the opinion of your tribe, your political opinions. Some of you, you are so you are so deeply political that God's word cannot permeate and percolate through your political facades. When I, when I come close to you, I want to hear. I want to smell God. I want to feel that this is a spiritual woman. Oh, shall we pray? Oh, I read the scripture and I'm doing, I'm going to pay my tithes. Yeah, you are going to marry a man who doesn't pay tithes. And how desperate are you? If I was a woman going to marry a man, I will find out that, you see, paying tithes, it's one of the strongest signals of a person's fear of God. Strong, not preaching, not being a center leader. Don't get it wrong. Paying tithes, it's one of the strongest signals yet. Because that one shows your level of, of, of honor on your own. Because the money you have, nobody here this morning knows how much money I got yesterday. Nobody knows that this morning somebody has come to give me 10 Ghana cities. No one here knows. So, so it's just between me and God. So if I don't pay tithe, it means that I am not personally and privately a spiritual person. I am afraid of shepherds and pastors who don't pay tithes. When I pick you, I pick you out. Around me, if I pick you, it means I'm picking you out. I'm preaching today about a habit that will attenuate your unspirituality and your evil nature. Yes. It's a habit that minimizes the evil in you. It's a habit that turns you towards God because his opinion must override your feelings. His opinion must override your experience. His opinion must override your mind, how your mind works. So he said, let this mind I mean, if 
I'll marry you, it's not because you are playing the keyboard or you, the way they have a way of raising their shoulders when they are playing the keyboard. It's just like, and the girls are dying. As it's certain that the girls are dead, many of them are dead. You must have a miracle service to resurrect them. Especially if he has got muscles. But if I'm a sister and I've seen this guy, it's not, it's not the keyboard playing. The keyboard playing doesn't mean that. Do you read your Bible every day? We are, we are talking about Christians. This service is not for churchgoers. If you have missed your way, you can get up as if you are going to the washroom or toilet. Sorry. I should have said toilet. Quiet time. It's a chance for me to know you, Lord. Quiet time. Can you sing that song for me? Quiet time. It's another chance for me to get to know you, Lord. Oh, oh, I need my quiet time. It's another chance for me to talk to you and for you to talk to me. Oh, oh,
you are evil. You know, it's amazing eh, that even though we are evil, we select people who are good. (laughs) Can I say it again? Yeah. Even though we are evil, whether it's a job, whether it's marriage, whether it's whatever friendship, whatever, we, we, we pick people. We even have interviews. Interviews. There are some jobs you must be interviewed four times. Four different interviews. Sometimes you must fly to South Africa for an interview. Then the next one is in Milan. Yes. One job. Then the final one is in Accra. To get a salary of $15,000 a month. Evil people even want to have good people. How much more God? That is why I can't, I, I can't recommend Look, if I would let you choose between attending church and having your quiet time which shouldn't be there, they should go together but if you must drop one, drop church I'm telling you I'm a pastor in a church, I'm telling you if you must drop one having your quiet time every day versus dropping a church service for some reason. Drop church attendance. Because actually, you know, what church has done for most of you that church has hardened you. Yeah, many of you are hardened sinners because you've sat in a church environment, had spiritual jargons, a pastor has, has, has praised you, a pastor has made you feel that you are a Christian, a pastor has lumped you up and masked you up with heaven-bound people. So many of you here, you feel that if you die now, you are going to heaven. But you need to have your quiet time to diagnose your, 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 your proper state. Yeah. Which diagnosis a church will not. A church may actually affirm your evilness. Many pastors today are giving frontline seats to wicked politicians, wicked businessmen, wicked people because of the money they throw into the ministry. Yes. So I will not recommend church over your quiet time. I will not. I will not. I've been in church all my life. A few years, two years, I'll be 40 years. 40 years in, in, as a born again Christian. Yes. 40 years born again. I've been in church all day. Every Sunday I'm in church. You can't joke with church. You cannot joke with church. But if you must drop if you must choose between having your quiet time with the Lord and church, choose your quiet time. It may help you more than church. It's helping you. Hey, by the way, this church will help you. Because here is truth, 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 truth. 
I will try. It's difficult. I know. It's difficult for me. But I'll try to speak the truth to you. If you are a devil, I'll find a way of adding it to the preaching. And I'll stand by you. So when I say it, you get the feeling that you are the one I'm talking to. If you don't get it here, I don't know where we are going to get it. You can come down, my darling. Get it right. Don't miss it. Your chance to spend time with the Lord. How do you have your quiet time? You have your quiet time by finding a good location. Yeah. Behind your house, in a part of the house where it is quiet time. You obviously can't have your quiet time in your boyfriend's room. You can't concentrate. Your, even your house, not everywhere is appropriate. Some of you may need to have your quiet time in your toilet. Just sit on it with your jeans, with your, with your pyjamas. Sit there and have your quiet time. If it's your bedroom, fi- find it under a tree. Make sure there's no snake on it. <laughs> sit there and have your quiet time. So you find a place and you find the time. And the best time to have your quiet time is in the morning. In the what? In the morning. Before activities crowd out. The most important thing. And then get a Bible. Get a good Bible. Get a good Bible. I have a good Bible. Which I will not recommend. I will not recommend this Bible to many of you. It's a King James Bible. But I will not recommend it because you've not passed your English. I said, here we speak the truth. You've not passed your, you you don't understand English well. And the English here, casted and thou and wilted and wasted and thouest and so on. It may not even help you to pass your next English because you may go into your exam room writing thou and thee. I recommend this Bible to this woman who has a master's degree in English. And to this one who is a lawyer. I shouldn't come close. (laughs) But if I come here, some of you, you owe, you owe English. So I will not recommend King James. I'm preaching. I'm speaking the truth. If you are having your quiet time, some of you should not use King James Bible. Even this morning, I, was, I, I, I read a verse in the King James in Numbers, but I had to find that same verse in the, in the uh, 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 New American. I could not understand. I couldn't understand. And you are going to use what? <laughs> I'm having a good time this morning. So get a good Bible. Oh yes, you, you, you are King James guys. But even you, you must add 
King James to NIV, NLT, Message Bible, Amplify, so that you can, you can, you can, you can familiarize yourself with the nuances of the verse. The nuances. And most of us, all of us, must have a dictionary with it. And, and that's no joke. No, you can't say you are having your quiet time. I'm, I'm not saying that have a dictionary b- lying by your side. But it must be within reach. On your phone, you should be able to Google a word. You need to know, as we are going to learn now. Because that is how we get to know God. I, I, I hope you are not here looking for a pastor. If you are looking for God, then John chapter 1 verse 1 says, In the beginning was, was, and the word was with God. And the word was God. So he is the word. If you want God, that is the verse you are looking for. That is God. Now, 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 if you are looking for God and you have found the word of God as God, then you must have a very good way of breaking down that word because that is your God. You see, the word of God is like God and it's like gold. If you find the soil that has gold, you take your time to sift through. If we say that that land has got gold, it doesn't mean that if you go there, there'll be gold shining there. The soil has gold. And you must have, I can give you the soil. And in a thousand years, you will never have gold. Because you need paraphernalia. You need tools. You need the ability to convert that dust to gold. The word of God. Where is my word of God? The word of God. Don't touch my Bible. Put it down. I don't want any, any COVID, COVID-induced. COVID Bring your coronavirus to my Bible. <laughs> Here we speak the truth. Don't <laughs> come to touch my Bible. <laughs> Please, are you listening? Am I saying something bad? Adam Robert, are you listening to me? Yes. Here, this Bible... It's like the soil. It has gold in it. But it doesn't yield itself to you. Proverbs 2 says, search for her as you search for hidden treasure. The treasures in this are hidden. I can give you this Bible and you can actually use it to destroy yourself. You must have the ability. That's why I'm saying that to approach the Bible, you must have different versions. Yes. You can't say you are having a quiet time and there's no Bible around. There must be a Bible around. There must, I said a Bible, a, a, a dictionary around. You must have a concordance around. But because you are in America, a study was conducted. I was listening to Mike Medock this morning and was saying that 87% of adults above 18 never buy a book. 
till they die. Eighty-seven percent. Never buy a book till they die. There are many of you, over 80% of you here, the books you have read have been your textbook, your school books. You have never bought a book to read. And your ignorance is very disturbing. I said to you, if it is true, and it is true, if it is true, that this is God and it is true then you must have the ability to purify it to get it's purified but it's not purified in your head you must have the ability to to draw the gold the God in it because the best the world can, there is nowhere in, on earth. Mm. Maybe I don't know about other planets like Mars. But on earth, there is nowhere on this earth you will find gold. Like, like my ring. Like you go to a place and gold is sitting in a hole. <laughs> you must run away. There may be dwarfs there. <laughs> the gold the earth provides is in the form of mud and clay. The gold the world offers is in the form of dust. The gold the Bible offers is in the form of dust. You should have it and use processes. You must process the word, process the soil, process the mud. You process it until there are bars of gold on a shelf. And you say, I got this gold from the same place you are standing. Quiet time. Quiet time delivers the gold in the word. Quiet time delivers the God in the Bible. People have used scriptures to become Rastafarians. People have used scriptures to smoke Indian hemp. Apartheid in South Africa was based on scriptures. So, holding a Bible does not mean you found God. The Bible can deliver evil to you. A man can give you scriptures to sleep with you. And he's quoting the Bible. That is why quiet time is your opportunity to draw the gold out of the way. You find a place and you pray. I've taught you already. The third step, you read the Bible. I've told you how to find something to read in the Bible. You read, you can have your quiet time by studying a book. Because I'm having my quiet time in John or in Jeremiah or Genesis. Or I'm interested in the life of David and Saul 
I want to read First Samuel and Second Samuel. This this month I'm reading my Bible and I'm having my quiet time in let's say First Chronicles. You can look at a book in the Bible. You can also have your quiet time by studying a person, a personality. I want to learn about Timothy. I want to learn about Mark. I want to learn about Moses. I want to learn. It's your quiet time. Whether it's Moses or Mark or whatever, it's the word of God you are approaching. And it is good for me to draw near to God. Or you can have your quiet time by using devotionals where somebody has broken it down. So this, this is processed word. You get more direct gold from this. But you see, it doesn't train you well. Because you also should have the ability to break down the word. Because this is, somebody also has had his quiet time with this and is teaching you. You should also be able to know how to process. He said, if you want a man to have fish, you don't give him fish. You give him a net or a hook. That's when you, you are guaranteeing more supplies of fish. You don't give a person, you don't help a person to enjoy fish by giving him fish. How long will you yourself live to give him fish? But teach him how to fish. So you can have this daily keys where a verse has been explained. Sometimes even some of my most beautiful stories and anecdotes I've had in my life came from quiet time. Beautiful stories. You read nice story, nice, short story, beautiful, nice story. And, and it helps to make the point. Yes. But you also should have the ability to take a scripture, a verse. And today, I'm talking about meditation. Meditation. Yes. I've got seven minutes. I'm talking about meditation. It's step number. Number three. Meditate. That is, think through and soberly reflect on what you have read. You read a verse. You read a verse. Any verse. John 3.16. Joshua 1.8. I mean, you read a verse. I'm having my quiet time right now in Numbers. For one week, the whole of last week, I I had my quiet time on two verses. Tuesday, Wednesday, and Saturday, I was with the same verse. Because I went away on Friday and I had to come back. One verse in Numbers 18. One verse. Because you don't just read the Bible, you meditate. And how do you meditate? Seven keys. Number one, read the passage slowly. Slowly, say slow. Even if you are a fast reader, like Majel, you read it slowly because you are, you are mind. Do you know the amount of money they spend to get the soil from the ground? There are trucks bigger than houses. One kilometer down, two kilometers down. I said two kilometers 
you know a kilometer? Two kilometers? Three kilometers? Down. Down. When they bring the soil out, every speck of gold must be taken from it. You don't go that low, that deep, to get soil and just pass it on conveyor belts and just throw it away. What are you talking about? So it's slow. You take your time. In the beginning was the word. And the word was with God. And the word was God. You close the Bible and you sit back. What is this? You don't say because you got a master's degree in uh, uh, English. In the beginning, was the word the was God. Yeah. 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 In the beginning, what's the word? Say slowly. Tell her she's too fast. Tell her slowly. Even if you are choleric, slowly. Do not read a very long passage unless it is necessary. Second principle. Don't read a long passage. Don't read a long passage unless it is necessary. Hmm. I saw a picture of two men standing at the well. Two men who wanted to climb. And there were two ladders. A ladder here to the top. And a ladder here to the top. But there were two different ladders. One ladder, do you know what we call the rung of a ladder? Like the steps where you put your foot. Yeah. The, this one, there's one down. The next one is up there. The next one is up there. The next one. So like four or five steps to the top. But this one, Every 30 centimeters. Small, 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 small. And the picture showed that the man who was using the ladder with very long steps was, sitting, was still standing at the bottom. And the one with short, short, short steps was in the middle going up. May you read short, short, short verses, short, short, short steps. May you take one verse at a time. You will arrive more than someone who says, I've read the Bible four times. And how your life must show. What about you have read the Bible four times? (laughs) Step number three. Stop at any verse that strikes you. And think about it. As you read, slowly. If you've prayed that God should open your eyes, a verse will hit you in your chest. Stop at it. God's word is so powerful that only a single word in a verse is enough to change your life. Each quiet time should therefore be a search for that single word that can change your life. When you are having your quiet time, you are looking for the word. Say the word. The word in the word. Yes, the word in the word. So when you stop, number four, 
Think about the meanings of the words that you are reading. That's, you see, to meditate means to think over and over again. Now, the reason why you should meditate on the word of God is that thinking about the word of God changes your life because the Bible says that as he thinks, as a man thinks, so is he. Did I say that you are a product of your habits? Yes. And your habits are a product of how you think. It's how you think that makes you want to go and steal mangoes instead of sitting in a mass class. It's your thinking. And many of us, our thinking hasn't been changed. Some of you think the way the world thinks. The world thinks. How the world thinks about church. How the world, the world thinks about Christ. And many of us here don't know that you sitting in church may not know God the way even somebody outside the church knows God. See, I've come to discover that unbelievers love God more than Christians sitting in church. So the word of God becomes an important fuel. If you think the word, it changes you. Because you are the way you think. You are, you are, you are how you think. I mean, when I see you, can you see me? My yellow necktie. And the jacket I'm wearing. It shows how my mind works. I'm sorry. If I look, we call it a faux pas, faux pas. If I have swerved, it's how my mind works. You see, you see somebody is wearing green this, yellow this. What is she? Is even normal? You can't tell. Listen, see, your mind, how your mind works, is what made you wear the black skirt and the yes, even you, your your short dress, this one is it, it, it's a result of how your mind is working. I'll get you after church. Arrange a meeting for me, please. Um, I'll say something. Your mind has now what? Yeah, yes. So, so like, yes. <laughs> so, so you see that your, how your mind works. It's what has made you come to sit in church with your breast pouring out. It's not because that's the dress, the only dress you have. Is your mind is working. Did you know that mad people have normal kidneys, normal liver, normal brain anatomy? But the process... 
you go out and you see a man naked there with his penis hanging out in the hot sun, it's not because his bones are abnormal. It's not because his eye is not normal. It's because the mind, how you think. Let me move away. But when you have your quiet time, it helps you to think well. Because what you've done to me, I tell you, anybody I tell, tells me that I cannot. You are a very evil person. It will be difficult for me to relate with you again. But when I read my Bible, it can break through my pain. It can reformat the way I think. When I read my Bible, it can push me to learn forgiveness. That's why the word is there to forgive me that the person owes you, but you say, let it pass. Let's play on. Let's continue. Many of you can't forgive because your mind is not a correct mind. But when you have your quiet time, you think any woman who reads her Bible will never put most of her energy and time on outward appearances. I'm not against outward appearances. I mean, can you imagine how you look without a wig? You must wait. I'm not, no, no, that's, I'm not against wigs. Neither am I against suits and tie. But I'm saying that if you read your Bible, you will know that the Bible values a person not on outward appearances, but the inner, the inner, there's, there's someone inside of you. Your body will attract me. But when I come close to you, what is inside of you will drive me away. Your skin tone, your wig will get you a husband. But what is inside of you will take you back to your mother's house. So people who read their Bible, they ask themselves, yes, it's good to do my nails and do my hair and do my eyelashes. Help me next week, I must do my eyelashes and my eyebrows. And, 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 and. But, but, but ladies and gentlemen, you're inside. When you speak, what comes out? When you're upset, when Jesus was angry, or not, I was in pain, and was the way they're suffering. When he was suffering on the cross, what came out of his mouth? Because pain and pressure will bring out what is in you. When he was, when he was, there were nails in his hand. When they were slapping and spitting on him, what came out? If I slap you now, something will come out of you. But when they slapped Jesus, what came out of him? Said, Father, forgive them. Because what is inside you is what the pressure will bring out. So we read our Bibles so that we develop the inside. And if the inside matches with the outside, if I find you beautiful and your inside is also beautiful, we are on.
my dear friend, think about the scripture. For us, he thinketh in his heart. If, if, if this is your quiet time today, as he thinketh, for as he thinketh in his heart, so is he. Eat and drink, saith he to thee, but his heart is not with thee. Let's have our quiet time with this. What is this verse? We, we take our time. For us, he... Sorry that we are using King James. Can I have new King James? <laughs> People are suffering here. Let's end this. For us, he thinks in his heart. So is he. Because I've already prayed that the Lord will give me understanding and will give me insight. So open down my eyes. Psalm 119 verse 18. Open down my eyes that I might behold wondrous things out of your law. That's the verse you, you, that's the prayer you pray. Lord, open my eyes to see wonderful things in your law. Hallelujah. It's 11918. It's a very important prayer to pray. So let's have our quiet time with Psalm 23. Uh, 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 uh. What was the verse? Proverbs 23, verse 7. Let's say you are reading Proverbs 23. You've been reading it for the past two weeks. And today you got to verse 7. What is the Lord saying to you? For as he thinketh in his heart, so is he. The first thing is that, because I have prayed. I'm in my room, I'm, I'm sitting behind my house, under a tree. And I've read this verse. It means that a person is really what he's thinking inside of him. That I will never know you by looking at your dressing. I can I will never know you by looking at your haircut. Yes, what you are wearing may tell me that you are crazy, but you may be the nicest person ever. You don't judge a book by its cover. You can't find a person's mind by looking at his face. So, so a person is his heart. So when I have this quiet time, I stop listening to you. When I read this verse, your words don't mean much. It may mean something, but it doesn't mean much to me at all because it says, it's, look, look at it. It says, eat. Drink. That's my quiet time today. Eat. Drink. But his heart is not with you. It means that you don't use a man's words to judge who he really is. So when a man comes and says, hi, baby. Hi, baby. I love you. When I look at you, I receive shocks. My father taught me that the most beautiful thing on earth is a rainbow. But when I see you, the rainbow becomes black and white. You take the color 
out of every beautiful thing. And you concentrate it all in your soul. I love your soul, baby. You're sitting there. Oh, James. Stop it. If you've read your Bible, if you read this verse, you will never follow a man because of his words. You try to find out what is in his heart. Do you know that a person who says it and drinks likes you very much? You come to oh, open the fridge, eat. It means you must be very special. I mean, to open my fridge, to go to my kitchen and eat. I mean, but the Bible says, when even he says eat and drink, it doesn't mean he likes you. The Bible. Only the Bible can tell you that you know a man not by his dressing, not by his words, but check out what his heart Say, is this not enough for today? I mean, tomorrow, I don't know what I'm going to read in verse 8. What's in verse 8? The muscle you have eaten, you will vomit up and waste your pleasant way. Let's stay on 7. Tomorrow, we'll do the muscle you have eaten. Clap your hands for the word of God. One day at a time. I said, one day at a time. And, and each time you go to God's word, it gives you, if it's just one idea, an idea a day is enough. So as the girl has come and says, Oh, Pastor, I preach well. Pastor, I love you. Pastor, when I see you, I don't know what to do. I mean, I've been to 18 churches. But when I came to this church, Pastor, when I was, even, even, even before you preach, when I saw you, I said, This is a man of God. Hey, Pastor, Pastor, where have you been? I should have seen you on Facebook. Pastor, hey, Pastor, when you began to preach, I said, Oh, God, I love this man. Devil. 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 So when you mature and people are speaking, you are quietly looking at them. I give you time. Whether I am anointed or not, it depends on you. It depends on you. I give you time. Today, what you are telling me, thank you for your words, but I give you time. People have written letters to me. Love letters. People have written text. I can take my phone and show you text messages of love. Today, they are enemies. Because somebody can say it. But what he's thinking is the opposite of it. He says eat and drink. Not because he wants you to fill your stomach and be fine, but he's watching even how you approach food. So you can have something to tell the next time he meets your enemies. The next time he, he, he wants to hand you over to that girl who is coming to seduce you, he must empower her with what you like. That this man, he doesn't like drinks that are just cold. He wants ice. So if, if he must put the drug in something... 
put it in water and make it ice blocks. As he's sipping that ice, he's dying slowly. It's called killing me softly. Only God's word will tell you. You don't go by people's words. Only God's word will tell you. There's something beyond words. It's a man's heart. It's how he thinks. So when you have your Bible, when you have your quiet time, it helps you to think properly. It changes how you think. It changes how you think. When you read your Bible, you will learn how to appear in public. As I'm preaching now, I could have worn muscle tea. With a chain, big with big muscles. As I'm preaching, you'll not be listening to my words. You'll be looking at the body shape and how it will feel like for your head to be resting on this chest. My God, my Lord, help me to love this man. So, as a pastor. I learned from the word of God how to appear that in spite of my muscles and my chest I must wear something that covers so that when I'm speaking, your mind is on the way even that one, some of you can, even my head you are seeing, you can't concentrate <laughs> lift your right hand and say, I'll read my Bible every day say, I've been to school but the word of God is my source of wisdom. See, a verse a day takes the devil away. Rise your feet. Read the Bible and pray every day. The Bible. Clap your hands for the word of God. Celebrate the word. What's my Bible? Yes. My Bible. Celebrate it. Clap your hands for this. It's dust. But those who can process it will get gold. I said, it's dust. But those who can process it will get gold. Every day. Read your Bible. Read your Bible. Next week, I'll give you questions you must ask yourself. To have your quiet time, questions you must ask yourself. God willing, next week. Can you raise your hands and let's pray? Can you, is it possible? Or you are, or you are too rich to raise your hands? Can you raise your hands and pray? Pray now that Lord, I, will, I love your word. I read my Bible every day. Every day. Closer every day. Draw me closer to your word, your word, a verse. That's how we become Christians. We are bad. We are very bad. Only the word of God brings a little good in us. Sanua Mahanda. Kalide Zataka Handa Kabada. Pragazat Kapata. Pray. Pray for yourself. 
Rika tabarana mabako shinde kerebe Rengo sianda kapa ni maruma Rakasari ando koroma Reketari ando kosa Father we thank you Father we thank you As every head is bowed Please You can put your hands down Please bow your heads Please bow your heads And close your eyes Somebody's heart is bleeding. Somebody's heart is tearing apart. Pastor, please pray for me. I want to come to God. It's enough. It's enough. Pastor, this is my time. I want to get close. I want to know God. I want to know Jesus, Pastor. Please. Pastor, please pray for me. I need Jesus. If you are here and you want me to pray with you, to know Jesus Christ as your Lord and personal Savior. If you are here and you want me to pray with you to know Jesus Christ, to know him and to know him as your Lord please raise your hand. Yes. Lift your hand high. I can see your hand. I'll pray with you. I I can see. I'll pray with you. To know Jesus. I see your hand. Lift it up high. Pastor, pray with me. I want to be born again. If I'm to die right now, I don't know where I'm going. But pastor, please lead me to Jesus. I don't know how to do it. Pastor, lead me to Jesus. Lift your hand high above your head. Lift your hand high. I see. I see your hand. I see. I'm not saying you are a thief. I'm not saying you are, you, are, you, are, you are an armed robber. No, we all need God. Only God will approximate our lives to goodness. Lift your hand. Pastor, please pray for me today. I want to give my life to Christ. Pastor, please. Yes, and now if your hand is lifted up, I want you now to come here. Come to me here. Take your Bible, take your notebook and come. Come to me here. Come to me here. Come to me here. here. Clap your hands for them. They are coming. Clap your hands for them, they are coming. Come to Jesus. I'm inviting you. I'm inviting you. I'm inviting you. Come to Jesus. Jesus, I need you. Come. Let him have his way. Let him have his way. Somebody is standing far at the back. I hear in my spirit that you must surrender to Jesus. I'm about to lead these precious, valuable people. But I feel in my heart that you must come and join them. Somebody standing in the congregation. Your place at this time is not there. It is here. I don't know who you are. But if you have any desire to walk with God, I'm calling you right now. Come to the front now. Yes. Leave where you are standing and come to the front here now. I don't know where you are, but come. Come. Yes. Clap your hands for him. Come. Clap your hands for him. Come. 
Ah, it's coming. There's a girl I hear. You are getting lost. Evil has taken. There's a girl here. Evil has taken over your life. You are now a practitioner of evil and sin. Today's service may be the closest you can get to turning your life around. If that lady is here, I want you to come to the front. Your salvation. He said, today, if you hear his voice, harden not your heart. I'm calling a sister here. You don't know who you are. I'm about to pray. I'm about to pray. I'm about to pray. I'm about to pray. I want everyone, please lift up your hands. Everyone. If you have your Bible, you can put your Bible on the step and lift up your hand. Lift up your hand. Everyone, lift up your two hands. Lift up your two hands and close your eyes and say, these words as a prayer say heavenly father heavenly father heavenly father heavenly father today is my day today is my day i am tired i am tired of sin of sin i am tired i am tired of being far from you of being far from you today today I've heard your word. I've heard your word. And I've come. And I've come. I've come. I've come. I am dirty. I am dirty. I've done many bad things. I've done many bad things. But please wash me. But please wash me. Please wash me. Please wash me. With the blood of Jesus. With the blood of Jesus. Oh God. Oh God. Please save me. Please save me. Please save me. Please save me. Sin is destroying me. Sin is destroying me. Please have mercy on me. Please have mercy on me. Today, today, I surrender to you. I surrender to you. I ask you, Lord. I ask you, Lord. Please have mercy on me. Please have mercy. Wash me. Wash me. I'm dirty. I'm dirty. I'm dirty. I'm dirty. But your blood. But your blood. The blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus can wash my sins. Can wash my sins. Please wash my sins. Please wash my sins. I believe. I believe that I'm now your child. That I'm now your child. I'm now your child. I'm now your child. Please receive me. Please receive me. And make me your child. And make me your child. I want you to be my master. I want you to be my master. My Lord. My Lord. My Savior. My Savior. I thank you. I thank you. For my salvation. For my salvation. I'm born again. I'm born again. It's a new beginning. It's a new beginning. New beginning. New beginning. I'm starting afresh. I'm starting afresh. Born again. Born again. A child of God. I'm a child of God. Thank you. Thank you. For my sweet salvation. For my sweet salvation. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Oh, keep clapping your hands. I'm very happy for you. You know, I took this decision about 40 years ago. Close to 40 years. I have never... Billy Graham said he has never met a man who gave his life to Jesus and regretted. You can't regret. You can never regret. But you will regret giving, handing over your life to Satan. You see the two women standing there, the woman... Some of the best pastors in the world are women. You, for instance, 
you'll be a pastor one day. You'll be a lady pastor. Not a lazy pastor. A lady pastor. Can you see your aunties there? Who are waving their hands? Can you see them? I want all of you. They are going to talk to you. They are going to counsel you. They will visit you. They will share the word of God with you. Are you a dancer? You're not a dancer. You are a dancer. Okay. Um, that's your pastor. So when you are going, tell her if she can come with you to write your name. What style do you dance? Calypso or what? Freestyle. Mommy, are these diamonds? It's not diamonds. Louver blades. You are looking very nice. What did you buy it? Medina. So everything in the world is in Medina. Wow. T- tell the lady where you bought it. I-, I need to buy one for my wife. It's very nice. It looks like Cleopatra's neck chain. But these pastors will teach you. They will pray with you. They will shout at you if you are not behaving well. Do you want someone to shout at you? Yeah. Please go to the pastors. Please go to them. Oh, your hand clap is not impressive. Please, we are going to our pastors. Beautiful. Well done. Stay with Jesus. Okay? Girl, girl, stay with Jesus. Okay? Beautiful. Keep clapping for them. Isn't it beautiful? Isn't it lovely? And your hand clap is not showing it. I can't feel it. Keep clapping. And those online, there's a number on the screen. Call that number. Somebody is waiting to talk to you. And I know your life will never be the same again. Amen. Before we sit down, we want to celebrate the body and the blood. We want to do what? Celebrate the body. That song you sang was very, very powerful. Beautiful song. Celebrate the body and the blood. And I believe that something will happen to you as you sit at the table with the Lord Jesus. Take your communion. If you don't have one, today is your first time, you don't have any communion, just close your eyes and lift your hand. We are praying. Sing it, my dear. This is my body, which was broken for you. Drink, this is my blood, which was shed for you. My flesh and drinks my blood shall have eternal life. For my flesh is meat indeed, and my blood is drink indeed. The cup of blessing which we bless is the communion of the blood of Christ. The bread which we break is the This is the holy meal, the meal of God.
It will give you life. It will sustain you. It will keep you. It will keep you. The blood, the blood, the blood will keep you. Lift your breath. Say, this is the body of Christ. This is the body of Christ. It represents the word of God. It represents the word of God. Jesus. Jesus. Is the word. Is the word. Jesus. Jesus. Is the word. Is the word. As I eat this bread. As I eat this bread. It represents my daily bread. It represents my daily bread. My daily word. My daily word. Always at the table of the Lord. Always at the table of the Lord. Receiving his wisdom. Receiving his wisdom. Listen and say, I'll read my Bible. I'll read my Bible. Every day. Every day. It is my meal. It is my meal. It is my meat. It is my meat. It's my meal. It's my meal. It is my meat. It is my meat. The word of God. The word of God. The body of Christ. The body of Christ. Let's eat it. When I see the blood, when I see that precious blood, yeah, I will pass over you. Blood. See the blood. See the blood. The blood. Say it has power. It has power to wash me. To wash me. To purge me. To purge me. As I drink this. As I drink this. It stands for the blood. It stands for the, the blood. blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. Let's drink it. It will pass over you. Pass over lift your hands. Pass over you. Everyone, lift your hands. What a beautiful atmosphere. Father, I pray for these ones. Ah, Lord. Lord. Let church not be their ultimate experience. Amen. Ah, 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 ah. Oh, Lord. Let church not be their ultimate experience. Amen. Let their ultimate experience be time with you. Oh, yes. Time with you. Time with you. Your wisdom. Yes. Your ways. Yes. Thank you, Lord. This beautiful time we've had today. May we give ourselves to your word. Mining your word. Processing the clay. Processing the soil. And drawing gold and God. Thank you. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 You may be seated. You may be seated.